on the Newman Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Pepsi, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Jets, Blake Cripps. Welcome into episode three of the JetCast. On this week's show, we will talk Newman Jet Volleyball. They wrapped up their season a few weeks ago. We will talk with Trinity Conley, sophomore outside hitter on last year's team, a junior-to-be for next year. We'll also talk with Aaron Avila, the women's soccer coach coming up. But we'll start with head coach Jose Lugo in his second year here in the chair, leading Newman Jets Volleyball. Jose Lugo, thank you so much for the time. Blake, thanks for having me. Well, Coach, I know that it's... Let's just rip the Band-Aid off here. 1-28 in is not where you wanted to be. It's not where you want to be a couple of years from now. But you came in very, very late hire last season. Uh, 1-19 in the MIAA. Um, and so, clearly this is where you're, you're building towards something right now. What was the steps that you took these first two seasons that is hopefully going to get you in this program to where you want it to be in the next two, three, or four seasons? I think the biggest thing that we've been able to accomplish in the last two seasons is really installing our systems, both defensively and offensively, um, that puts us in a better position to go compete. Uh, that's kind of the, the first thing that you really want to establish is, hey, what what can we do? Um, and I think in the last two seasons, we've shown some pretty steady improvements. Improvement in what area do you think has been the most important that's going to allow you to have success next season? Uh, point scoring. You know, we doubled, we doubled our output um, almost offensively in terms of kills, um, points per game. Uh, you know, Trinity had 3.3-some kills a game this year, which was really impressive. Um, she was top five in the in the MIAA in point scoring, in in points per set. So that's something that we didn't have last year, and that's something that we had this year. And so now we're just gonna um, keep pushing to keep improving on those numbers, even and bring bring a couple other teammates along in the fray there with her. Jose Lugo, my guest, head volleyball coach. Newman University Jets. Uh, Trinity Conley, of course, is the Trinity he's talking about, and she'll be our guest here in the next segment. What's it been like to get this Wichita kid in and have her become a cornerstone of the new program you're trying to rebuild here at Newman? It's been really great. Um, you know, she's been pretty positive. Uh, she's had some some growth on her own. Um, you know, a, a kid that at times um, seemed to maybe struggle a little bit with some of the changes that we were making in, in terms of how she needed to go and take her approach and how she needed to go hit, uh, take certain swings at certain times and just do certain things to be um, as effective as she could be. Um, and to be able to see that growth by leaps and bounds has been absolutely tremendous. She is night and day a different player from from who she came in as as a freshman last year. And the kind of growth that we expect from her 
um, moving forward, I think I think she's in a really good position to put herself in the conversation to be, you know, all conference first team, second team next year if she puts in some pretty good work in the spring. You're a guy who has coached at the D1 level uh, as an assistant. Is there a part of you that that relishes a challenge because you took over, you know, really late in the year? I think you had like four weeks before the season when you first showed up to, to get everything ready had absolutely no time to recruit at all so you were you were stuck last year is there a part of you that 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 took this job because you relished the the kind of challenge that this provides you um you know i don't i don't really i don't really consider it getting stuck um because to be quite honest with you um this profession um, can be really challenging. This profession can be one that uh, uh, it it's all great one day and the next day, you know, you're jobless. So uh, for me, it's more uh, about being really grateful for, for the opportunity to have uh, been chosen to take over this program. Um, and that's something that I don't take lightly. Um, but I do agree with you from that standpoint of being ultra competitive and not backing down from a challenge, um, which was something that I definitely looked at in the position saying, Hey, you know what? I, I, that's something that I, that I, that I'd be interested in doing is, is taking something that, that needs a little bit of effort and needs a little bit of time. Um, and that's just kind of my overall personality. And that's something that we kind of talk about as being one of the core values of our program is, is not backing down from a fight and being able to um, give it everything we've got no matter what the circumstances are. Talking with Jose Lugo, head women's volleyball coach here at Newman University, I'm not sure people really realize just because in this state volleyball isn't quite as big as, well, it's not even close to as big as basketball is at the high school level, um, particularly compared to a state like Nebraska, where I was working previously. Um, but the MIAA is, if not the, if not the best volleyball conference in the country in D2, probably 1A or 1B in, in D2 in terms of volleyball. Um, how big of an adjustment is going to the MIAA from the Heartland Conference from a volleyball perspective with all of the, the national powers that it brings with it? Um, it you know, just different scattering reports, really. Um, volleyball is volleyball, so we're always going to approach it the same way. Uh, we just know and understand that um, there's never a point in time in the MIAA where you can say, Oh, okay. Well, now we have an easy one coming up. You know, I think that's that's kind of one of the biggest the, the biggest um, things that you can see in in the conference is every match is just grueling and and there's no there's no let up. Um, Basketball coaches are finding that out too, by the way. Oh, for sure, for sure. And and you know, uh, as young athletes, that's kind of the biggest grind and that's kind of the biggest adjustment. Um, from their high school days is that there were some times where you know that they played some opponents that you're just like oh we basically just showed up and it was great um and and in a conference like the miaa you if you just show up uh you're you're walking away getting beat you know 25 10 25 10 you know what i mean sure oh yeah 
Now, looking ahead here, you've got a whiteboard up in your office. Uh, got a, an assistant coach that you hired. It was her first year. Uh, what is your to your and your assistant coach's game plan in terms of recruiting moving forward here to to get this program? Obviously, uh, the coaching is one side of it, but uh, you got to get the the Jennies and the Jills in as well to run the system that you want to run. Uh, what's the plan on recruiting? Um, we're pretty national in in terms of recruiting. Uh, you know, we're going to look at kids from anywhere and everywhere because first and foremost, we're trying to bring in the right kids to Newman University, um, and we want to bring kids in that that embody the spirit of Newman University. So that's first and foremost. Um, and then secondly, you know, we're trying to bring athletes in that are going to help our program um, move in the right direction. Um, the first thing, of course, that we're doing is spending some time in this short period in the off season before we come back from the holidays uh, to go over our board and identify what were the strengths and weaknesses um, of our offense and defensive schemes and just identify where we need to be a little bit better. And then, of course, in turn, how some of those newer um, recruits can find a home within the things that we do, you know what I mean? Final question for you. Uh, what's going to be the most important part of your off-season program this year as you get set for year two in the MIAA coming back next fall? Uh, having a little bit bigger roster than we did last spring um, where, you know, we had some seniors graduating, so we, we only had like six kids in, in the in the gym um, at any given time, five kids. Um, so being able to have, you know, 10 to 12 in the gym, be able to actually have real full practices in the spring will help us a little bit more. Um, that's not a typical spring because most people are moving their seniors through so they don't have big rosters in the spring. Um, but for us, that'll be kind of nice to have enough people to, to run full sixes, get some real training done um, so that we can kind of um, really evaluate those systems a little bit more. Jose Lugo, head volleyball coach, Newman University Jets coach. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks again, Blake. Trinity Conley, a sophomore from this last year's team, and she led the team in kills, all-conference honorable mention, and she was an MIAA all-academic player this year. She'll be joining me next when we come back on the JetCast. Jet fans, there's a new way to stay connected with your team. Download the free Newman University Athletics app now. Sign up to be a fan, student, alumni, or booster club member and receive notifications on your mobile device on your favorite Jets teams. Schedules, live stats, live broadcasts, and more. The Newman University Athletics app is your digital ticket to NU Sports. Download the Newman University Athletics app for free today on Google Play or the App Store. Welcome back to the JetCast. I know we're a little bit late getting the JetCast started, but we have not forgotten about our fall sports. And the volleyball team this year was led by Trinity Conley. She was the only Jet to make the All-Heartland Conference, beg your pardon, All-MIAA. I'd still fall into that. The MIAA Honorable Mention. She was also MIAA All-Academic this year. Led the team with 333 kills. Third on the team in digs and 5'7 outside hitter, Wichita's own and a former <laughs> Heights Falcon. 
Trinity Conley. Trinity, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Well, listen, there's no way to kind of sugarcoat this, obviously. It was a challenging year for you guys. Yeah. How did you, how do you guys stay positive and move forward? And obviously, this wasn't the season that you wanted to have, but, um, you know, there, you've got two more years left to get this thing turned around in the right direction. Um, what, what do you make of these first two seasons for you as a Jet? Um, so this year is definitely, we definitely improved compared to where we were at last year. So I think that kind of helped us, you know, keep our heads high. And we did have a lot of good matches and we could definitely see the improvement each game so that definitely helped us stay into the season individual success for you uh, how do you feel like you improved this past year um so last year i had half the kills that i did this year so i definitely got more aggressive and more consistent with my swings and that helped the team a lot Trinity Conley joining me, a sophomore outside hitter, junior to be for this Newman Jet volleyball team. What's the biggest key to stay positive? Obviously, everybody wants to win, but you know, some somebody has to win the conference. Somebody has to be at the bottom of the conference. It's just the way the world works. How do you guys stay positive when you see that you are improving each and every week, but you don't get that, you know, I guess the satisfaction of, of getting the win in the win column at the end of the match. Yeah, so like you said, like seeing improvement definitely helped us stay positive, and there were times where we would definitely be down after games, but we had a quick turnaround this season playing Friday and Saturday, so we couldn't really dwell on those games. What was the, Last year you played, was it was it Thursday, Friday last year, or Thursday, Saturday last year? Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, or Tuesday, so, Thursday. Do you, do you like playing back-to-backs? It has his it has his pros and cons. Um, pros definitely like you have a lot more rest time throughout the week. Sure, but um, yeah, it's quick turnaround, so <laughs> you don't get a lot of rest time between those two days. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, what what's the biggest? Uh, I mean, how do you? You're becoming an upperclassman now. Mm-hmm. So in your mind, as you move forward to next year, your junior year, when you're not, you know, one of the young girls on the team, you're supposed to be a leader next year. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel like your role changes as you move forward to next season? Um, I definitely have to become like you know more of that enforcer leader role. Um, and that becomes with like learning everyone's needs and wants from me as a leader on the team and you know trying to put that all together joining me is trinity conley now you're a former wichita heights falcon and i'm going to age myself as well as you a little bit (laughs) i actually when i was at my old job i called play-by-play for your basketball games (laughs) i did i did uh which is you know sad for me that these players (laughs) i covered in the city league are now in newman yeah but um I would have lost so much money. I would have bet anything that you would have been a basketball player. Now, obviously, volleyball is not as big in Kansas. Mm-hmm. In Nebraska, we actually cover volleyball on the radio. Yeah. Down here in Kansas hasn't caught on yet, which is sad. But um, <laughs> So I didn't watch you play volleyball. Maybe you were probably a really good volleyball player, um, but it looked like you probably could have played basketball. What made the decision for you that you wanted to play volleyball rather than basketball at the college level? Um, so volleyball is a newer sport to me. I started like you know right like eighth grade, ninth grade year, and basketball I've been playing since I was in elementary school competitively. So basketball was just kind of like you know the same old sport over and over again. But volleyball, I was still I still had so much to learn and still have so much to learn. And so it was definitely a new game for me and was a lot more fun than basketball was okay. at the time. What's it like to be coached by Coach Lugo? 
who will, will tell our <laughs> listeners he is in the room. So uh, this this may be a, uh, a guarded answer. It's fun. He's a jokester, so everything is super lighthearted, but he can definitely be serious when it's needed. Obviously, this week is uh, a big week for you, finals week. Uh, what's the final that you're least looking forward to here over the next few days? Um, Probably my sociology final. Sociology. What, what yeah. are you majoring in? Biology with concentration in physical therapy. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so. uh, I think there are a couple of jobs out there in that, <laughs> so that's probably a good selection. Uh, looking into this offseason, what is the area that you're going to be trying to improve in your own game individually as you get ready for next fall? Uh, my swing technique, so that way I don't blow up my shoulder. The, that, okay. <laughs> I mean, that sounds good. We'd like yeah. to keep you on the floor. That would be better. Uh, final question. If you were the uh, the seniors, juniors, talked about the, the team goals you want to have for next season. I mean, obviously, it's not necessarily realistic mm-hmm. or reasonable to expect you guys are going to go from where you are now to just win the association next year. Yeah. But, you know, what steps do you want to take to maybe put yourself in position to compete in that Conference, which is one of the best volleyball conferences in the country, by the yeah. way, um, when you guys are seniors. What's the next reasonable step you guys want to get to next year? I mean, we have everything that we need to be successful. I know that the communication on the team isn't very strong, so that definitely holds us back when we are in those intense game situations that could help us win those. So that is one of the, like the biggest things that we want to work on to make stronger for next year. Trinity Conley, sophomore on this Newman Jets volleyball team. Trinity, thank you so much for the time. Thank you. One quick note on this portion of the podcast. After we did this interview, but before this was actually put out on the website, uh, Coach Lugo's mother, Carmen, passed away. We do want to send our sympathies off to Coach Lugo. Really appreciate him and his time and everything he does for this program. And if you could send a prayer or two to Coach Lugo this week and this weekend over the holiday season, I know that he and his family would very much appreciate that. When we come back on the JetCast, we'll talk with women's soccer coach Aaron Avila. That's coming up next. You are a business owner. Every day you concern yourself with trying to grow revenue, increase margins, manage cash flow, live within compliance, maintain staff, understand health care, raise capital, satisfy customers. With all of this on your plate, you haven't even noticed your parking lot. Your parking lot says a lot about your business, and South Central Ceiling and Paving gives your parking lot a voice. Let South Central Ceiling and Paving take your parking lot off your plate. Start now at SCCeiling.com. South Central Ceiling and Paving. Wrapping up our final JetCast of the first semester. We'll be off for a couple of weeks after this, and we'll resume the JetCast coming up the first Wednesday of the new year. It's not, of course, uh, the first Wednesday, obviously, New Year's Day. New podcast, but after that, we will have them for you. And we're talking women's soccer as we go back this week and remember everything that the Jets accomplished over the fall season. The women's soccer team, 7 6 and 6, 3 4 and 4 in their first year in the MIAA. It's their fourth straight winning season. Eight Jets made the MIAA all conference teams. And Aaron Avila is here to recap the season, the head women's soccer coach. Coach, Congratulations, made the NIAA tournament. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much for having me. Well, give me in your mind you know, how you mentally look back and, and recap this season. 
the biggest thing this season was just a very it was a very important learning experience for the team, uh, our coaching staff. Um, obviously, being the first year in the MIAA, playing against teams that we've never played before, so definitely um, that that was a big learning curve for us. Also, our our team was a very young team this year, with so many seniors graduating the previous year. Um, we we had a young group that, yet again, first year in a new league, not really knowing what to expect with all the new teams we had to play, but it was definitely just a year of, of, of just learning. What was the biggest pleasant surprise for you as you made the transition from the Heartland Conference into the MIAA? I think as the year progressed, we saw that we can compete with all the teams in the MIAA. Um, you know, we didn't get the results that we wanted a lot of the times, but we played in a lot of competitive matches. We know that uh, we're on the right track to be a very good competitive team in the conference. There, there are a lot of good teams. Uh, we still have a long ways to go to catch up to some of those teams, but we're definitely headed in the right direction, so that was a nice surprise. Aaron Avila is my guest, women's soccer coach for Newman University. Yeah, you mentioned how close you were. So many draws this year for you guys. Anything that could have flipped those one way or the other, uh, just so close on so many of those six draws and uh, overall in foreign association play. I mean, I think... A lot of it had to do just with the lack of experience we have, you know, as a team. Um, I believe we were a little bit more experienced in certain key positions. Um, I think we can maybe turn some of those draws into wins. But, you know, with that you also have, you could have lost those games. And we were good enough and talented enough in a lot of those games to pull a draw out of the game. So um, my hope for next year is to have a little bit more of a mature team, a little bit more experience, and then maybe we can turn some of those draws into wins. Seventh in the league standings this year, how did that meet expectations? What were your expectations going into the, the new league this year? Well, one of our goals was to reach the conference playoffs, and, and we did. Um, obviously, we wanted to finish as high as we could on, on the standings because that would probably give us a little bit more favorable matchup first round. Uh, we didn't quite finish as high as we wanted to, um, but all in all, you know, it was it was a good finish. You know, seven out of twelve teams with with a team as young as we had was was not a bad finish. Coach, you fell to the number two seed Northeastern State. You went zero and two against them in the regular season. What made the Riverhawks such a challenge for you guys this year? They they had a little bit more mature team. You, you tell they had a lot more seniors than we did. Um, they had some very good players in some key positions that were very tough defensively. So I, I believe that's one of the their strengths this year. A lot of teams had a hard time scoring goals on them. Uh, they were very athletic, especially at center back, at a holding midfielder. That they, they had an all-region player there that was really, really good defensively. So we just didn't do enough to really challenge them offensively at times and, and really score on them. I, I know we scored twice on them the first game. Um, first game, I think, was the closest one. It, it was. It was a 3-2 game. It was a very wide-open game. Um, the second game was a 2 nothing result. Uh, the third game was a very strange game. That was a playoff game. It, it, the result was 4 nothing, but it was probably... The first half was probably the best half we've played against them. I believe they had two shots, 
the first half and they ended up with two goals. <laughs> so, so it's always nice when that works out. So it was uh, frustrating in that point, but um, yeah, they were just very good defensively. They were very athletic and they had some some very good key players. Well, you mentioned the the key players, and you obviously lost a big one off of last year's team, Grace mm-hmm. Linton, who's now in the coaching office, who are going to be the difficult Jets to replace off this year's senior class. We had five seniors this year. Um, one of them may return, but we're still working on that due okay. to, due to uh, eligibility. She, she missed last year due to injury, so she has a, an opportunity to return. Um, so out of the five seniors, if we do return one, there, there's definitely some key players in there. Um, first one that comes to mind is you know, Vanessa Ortiz. She has been pretty much a four-year starter for us in the midfield. So that's going to be a, a big role to fill. Um, and then our leading goal scorer th- this year was uh, Kennedy Weaver. So you know we're going to lose her goals for next year, so we're going to have to have some more help up top. Um, and then we also had Katie Hartman. She play, also played in the midfield for us. Um, you know, she battled a little bit with injuries this year, but she she is a very experienced player, a very good player that gave us uh, some things that we needed in the midfield. So we're going to have to replace her as well. Four Jets were honorable mention on the all MIAA teams, four on the third team, and uh, you had four also on the honorable mention team, too. And three on that third team were sophomores for you. So what does that say about the future of what you have coming back for the Jets? And and I think that kind of goes back to what I mentioned. It was a very young team, but that is good for the future. Sure. Um, We we took our our lumps this year. We, We hope we can work hard and we will we'll work hard this spring we'll get better our returners will improve and uh, we do have a very good solid foundation for next year we have a lot of good players like you mentioned we have a lot of all conference players returning um, I believe we're only losing two all con- two out of the eight so we do have a very good group coming back and then I just hope that our new class coming in can really push that group returning and hopefully we can finish a little better next year. Final question for you, expectations for next year. Uh, do you want to set those or what in your mind? I know you've probably already been thinking about it, uh, getting recruiting done and all that. So uh, what are your thoughts on the 2020 fleet of Jets? A lot of that, I mean, I've, to set expectations right now, I have my personal expectations, sure. obviously. Um, you know, we definitely want to be one of the top teams in the conference. That's something that we're always going to strive to, to be. Um, a lot of that with our players will have to do how the spring comes out. You know, um, I will have a better idea after our spring season, this coming up spring with all our returners, see how much we grow, see where our group is going to be mentally and physically going into next year. And then we're still not done with our recruiting class for 20 so a lot of that will will you know still to come so after we are done with our recruiting class and then I can evaluate our team after the spring I believe I'll have a better idea of what we can do for next year but I mean right now yeah we're definitely we want to be hopefully a final four team in the conference we want to make the conference tournament but you know there's still a lot that has to go into that before that that's achievable. And a lot of off-season work coming as yes. well. Aaron Avila, his team made its first MIAA. I believe that's they're the first Jet team to make an MIAA tournament. 
As a member of the association, Coach, congratulations and Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas to you, too. As I mentioned, we are done with the JetCast for 2019. We'll be back with our next show, Talking Basketball. Be basketball heavy in the January month, coming up on January 8th. So until then, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Blake Cripps sing for Jets.